In the time of Beis Hamikdash, when one had a suffolk whether or not he did an Avera B'Shoigeg, which means he wasn't sure whether or not he has done, uh, he has sinned by mistake, so he would bring a korban that's called an Asham Taluy, uh, a pending korban, and if he will ever find out that he actually did this Avera, even though it was B'Shoigeg, he will be required to bring a korban Chatas which is another type of carbon. Um, now that we don't have the Besamikdash, and even at the time of Besamikdash, Yom Kippur had the, the power of atoning for all of the sfekes, all the doubts that we have. In other words, if Yom Kippur has passed, one does not need to bring a carbon for any suffix that he has had before that. The Mishnah discusses uh, what is really the definition of an Hashem Taloi, and it brings in a very short story, which will be elaborated upon in this new episode of Enyakov, Beyond the Story. The Mishnah in Maseches Kritus tells us Rabbi Eliezer Oimer Rabbi Eliezer says one has a, the ability to bring, has the right to bring an offering of an Hashem Talui every day at any time that he wants. This is called Hashem Chasidim, the Hashem of the Chasidim. Why the Chasidim? Not because Hasidim sin more than others, it's because Hasidim always behave in a way that is lifne mishur hasadin, which means beyond the letter of the law, even though they're not obligated to do something, they will do it anyways. This is what is called Hasidim in the Lashon of the Mishnah. So Asham Hasidim is an Asham that is, according to Rabbi Yezer, Korban Asham Talui, that one may bring even if he doesn't even have a doubt. He, he thinks, I just want to be safe. Just to give you a bit of a background, this is a machlekes between Rabbi Yezer and Chachamim in the Mishnah. Chachamim say, I'll skip to the end of the Mishnah, that en mevim asham talui, ela al davash is done a kores v'shkigas o'ichatos. And asham talui is only to be brought when one has done an avera, he has done an action, but he doesn't know if the action is done is an avera or not. He has done an action b'shoigeg, and he's not sure if that action was an Avera. Had it been an Avera, he would have had to bring um, he would have have to bring a, a chatos. Uh, if it was Beshoigeg, if it was Bemezi, it would be Chayav Kores. So the opinion of Chachamim is that an Asham Talui is actually an obligation. It's not an Edova. It's not a donation, an offering that is just to have an extra layer of protection um, against Hashem's anger for whatever we did. But it is really an obligation if somebody, and the obligation applies only if somebody has done an action. According, according to Rabbi Yezer, on the other hand, an Hashem Talu is a korban that is not just an obligation. It, it is also, could be brought as an edava, just as an offering, as a present. I'm not sure if I did something I'm not sure if I even did an action that may fall into the suffix, but I could bring it. 
it's uh, it's called Hashem Chasidim. The Mishnah continues. Amru alav al Baba ben Buti shayam misnadav Hashem talui bechol yoyim. They say about Baba ben Buti that he used to bring an Hashem talui every single day of the year. Chutz me'achar yom ekipurim yom echad. Besides for the day after Yom Kippur, which is the only day in the year in which he did not bring an Hashem Talui. Uh, Baba Ben Buti, just to put it in perspective, was a very rich man. So of course he was able to afford, he could afford an Hashem Talui every day. But he was also an Abbasidin. He was, he was kind of a tzaddik of some sort, you know, he was a very special person. And yet he always brought an Hashem Talui, every day. Amar, he would say, pointing on a Besamikdash, he would give the Lashon of a, of a swearing, of a promise, saying, I swear on this building, that if the Chachamim would allow me to bring an Hashem Talui, even the day after Yom Kippur, I would have brought but Chachamim tell me, wait until you enter a Suffolk. In other words, being that Yom Kippur is Mechaper on all the Sveikas, so the day after Yom Kippur, you, you atoned, you clean. No reason for you to bring a carbon yet. Wait one more day. By the next day, maybe you could say, I have a Suffolk. I may have done something. I'm not sure whether or not it was a, an Avera, whether it was Bishoigeg or not. Then bring Hashem Talui. But the day after Yom Kippur, you don't have to because Yom Kippur is Mechaper on the Sveikas. So you can't just bring a carbon if you don't have a Suffolk. As I said, there was a machlek between Rabbi Lezer and Chachamim. The halacha is indeed like Chachamim, that you only bring it if you have a suffix. But that brings us to a question. How could someone have a suffix every single day? I mean, we know what we do. Uh, if, if we've done something wrong, and it was, we know about it. Then we bring a, a chatos, not an Hashem Talui. Hashem Talui is you have a doubt whether or not the action that you did was even an Avera. Um, to give an example, the Gemara says in, uh, in Hoyreus that what is the situation in which somebody has to bring an Hashem Talui? Give the example. Safek Chelev, Safek Shuma. There is two types of fat in, in, in the meat. One fat is not kosher and we call it Chelev. And that is what's being removed by the menaker, by the traboring. And one fat is called Shuman. Shuman is just a kosher fat. And that's the fat that you will see on your steak, uh, on top of your brisket. That's uh, white stuff is kosher fat. But there are other type of fat, uh, for example, on top of the liver and different places lower in the body, that, that is chelev. And that chelev is, is also the rice. Not a problem, we remove it. Before cashering the, the, before salting and soaking and so on, we, we, we remove that fat. What happened though, if two people are sitting at a table and they each being given a piece of meat, and each of these plate of meat has some fat on it. Um, both people eat it. And then the butcher comes running and says, Oy vey, you ate the meat. One of them 
one of the pieces had chalev. Now we both ate the meat. One of us definitely ate chalev. It was b'shoigeg for sure. But did you for sure do an avera b'shoigeg? I'm not sure if it was me or if it was the other guy in front of me. That is the exact situation in which one brings an Asham Talui. Each of us has a suffix whether or not we ate Beshoigek Chaylev. That is when you bring an Asham Talui. So here again the question comes back, how many situations like this do we go through every day that will call for someone as great as Baba Ben Buti to say, I need to bring an Asham Talui every day, even the day after Yom Kippur. I mean, why would he even insist on bringing it the day after Yom Kippur when Yom Kippur is mechaper on the Sveikas? If not for the Chachamim preventing him, he would have done it. The Ebbe explains that the very fact that the Gemara chose this example when he wanted to describe the situation that calls for for Nasham Talui actually shed some lights on what is the Suffolk, what is Hashem Talui all about. Chsidis explains that Shuman, Chelev, fat, actually represents pleasure, Tainug. Simply put, my father-in-law was a, a very famous caterer and he would say, if there is no fat, it's tasteless. Simply put, if the fat actually brings pleasure because it brings flavor and taste to the food. More deeply, we know that pleasure generates fat. I mean, we know even Beruchnius, um, uh, I think it was a Menachem Chernobyl who would be fat from answering a Menishmer Rabbo. Or like it says, Shmua the Maise the Gemari brings with uh, that that, that when you get a good news, you, you get somehow, you get fatter. Pleasure is associated with, with fat. So therefore, when the Gemara brings that example for Dasham Talui, you have a doubt whether you ate kosher fat or trefe fat. Really what it means is, where is your pleasure? Is your pleasure what motivates you? Well, we know that one of the greatest, if not the greatest motivator, is pleasure. You will be motivated to do something that gives you pleasure. You will stand clear from things that don't give you pleasure, that give you pain. Okay? Therefore, you may find yourself inadvertently doing something that was wrong just because it gives you pleasure. I mean, there was just a fast and you may accidentally put a piece of chocolate cake in your mouth by accident, forgetting it was the fast. Because simply, the, the chocolate cake gives you pleasure. You're not going to find yourself on the dentist's chair getting a root canal and ask yourself, how did I get here? By accident. You know, you know, No, you don't make mistakes that gives you pain, just like this, instinctively. Uh, we will instinctively do things that gives us pleasure because pleasure motivates us. And here is the Suffolk. The Suffolk over here is Suffolk Schumann, Suffolk Chelev. The Suffolk is 
Why? What's driving me? What motivates me? If what motivates me is Tarnugim, pleasures of Kedusha, so then I'll find myself accidentally doing mitzvahs without thinking of it. If what motivates me is the Tarnugim of Oil so then I should be worried that most likely I've done something that wasn't allowed. And this is the, the, the suffix that Baba Ben Buti had. Suffolk ben, uh, Baba Ben Buti wasn't doubting whether or not he actually did an action every day that will call and warrant an Hashem Talui. Baba Ben Buti constantly was questioning himself whether he has refined himself to the point in which his pleasure is only godly or his pleasure still stems from Oil And if that's the fact, he better bring an Hashem Talui because he never know what he may have driven to to, to, to do just instinctively by accident, by mistake. And that's why he brought it every single day. And that's why even the day after Yom Kippur, he wanted to bring a carbon. Yes, Yom Kippur is mechaper on the sfekes. But Yom Kippur by itself, without an, a thorough avoider of tshuva, and is not going to refine you, it's going to reveal the Yechidah Benefesh and uh, very nice. But it's not going to refine you to the point in which it will change you that you tainugnize only Kedusha. Perhaps on Yom Kippur itself, we, we feel somewhat like that. But the day after Yom Kippur, he's asking himself again, what drives me? Where is my pleasure coming from? And therefore, he wants to bring an Hashem Talui. Now, of course, this is at his level. You, you, could, you could ask yourself every day of his life, if he is so special that he's worried about where he's trying to coming from, he's doing okay. Well, the answer is that the more we advance, the more is expected of us. And perhaps for Baba Ben Buti, the madrega of refinement that he had yesterday after bringing Hashem Talui was good for yesterday. But today is a new day, is as a new darge, a new level. At this point, more is asked for him, from him. And perhaps he's asking himself, no, what I brought yesterday as a korban was good for my darge of yesterday. But for today, am I like I should? Do I still have pleasure in El Amaze? Maybe I made a mistake. And that's why he brought the korban. This will also explain to us why a chatos is less expensive than Asham Talui. The type of animals that were brought for a chatos, certain types and, and for Asham Talui, different ones. The Asham Talui was more expensive than the chatos. And the question is, a chatos is brought when I know that I did an Avera B'Shoigik. I turn on the light on Shabbos. I know I did it. So I bring an animal. If I have a suffix, did I or did I not, then I bring an ashram that is even more expensive. It should have been the other way around. 
Let's go back to the example the Gemara brings. If I knew that I ate a piece of chalev, the meat that I ate, the butcher told me, I delivered to you a piece of meat that was not trabered properly, you ate chalev. It was beshoyeg, I bring a chatos. But if we were two guys and one of us ate it, I don't know which one it is, so it's only a suffix, I have to bring an Hashem Talui, it is more expensive. How come the Hashem Talui is more expensive than the, than the Chatos when, when, when the Chatos is, is in fact for Navera that I did for sure? The, uh, the answer is that when we do something and we know we did it. That is not necessarily an indication of who we are inside. It could very well be an indication that that was the bad choice I made at the moment. I just made a bad decision, a bad choice. We all, we, we all do that. At this moment, I decided to do the wrong thing. It's not necessarily an indication what I am made out of. On the other hand, when I do things instinctively, when I do things without thinking, that is a lot more of an indication of who we are and what drives us. And therefore, if what drives us is something that is more shayech to Averis, we need a more expensive animal to atone for it. There is more work. I mean, today we don't have the animals of the Kobanas. It means that there is more work to be done. Matter of fact, we also have to do tshuva, the Rambam says, on Sveikis, because we might, actually it's a stronger tshuva, because we might think, eh, I didn't do anything, maybe I don't know, maybe it's not the case. So we won't be very diligent in our tshuva. The Rambam says, on the contrary, those, those are what requires more diligence in the truva because you may think, what's the big deal? Maybe I didn't do it. Just like, that's why the animal is more expensive. Now, this explains Baba Ben Bhutti's um, habit of bringing an Hashem Talui every day, even on the day after Yom Kippur. Now, Yom Kippur is upon us, and we are going to uh, benefit and enjoy the fact that this um, power of the day is going to be Mechaper on the Sveikas and everything else. And we could just take it like that and say, okay, it's going to be taken care of by itself. Or we could be like Baba Ben Buti and says, never mind Yom Kippur. I still want to bring a carbon. I still have to do something. I still have to refine myself. Despite the, the kapore that comes in Yom Kippur, I still have to change where is my interest coming from. And to do that, to, to, to reduce our interest in Oilamaze, it comes by increasing our tainug, our pleasure in Kedusha, our pleasure in doing mitzvahs. The more we enjoy doing mitzvahs, learning Torah, all things related to the Eivishter, we derive a pleasure out of it. And that 
will weaken the pleasure of Inyan Elamaze. Because when one gets stronger, the other one gets weakened. When we get to this point, for sure, all our actions, to begin with, will be done properly. The Rebbe Rashab once told the Felike Rebbe that by the, by the time he reached the age of Bar Mitzvah, he has trained all of his limbs to do only what they were created for. The Ratzon of the Ebishter with this limb. And he said that by then it became, serving Hashem became so automatic and natural to him, like when someone automatically bows down by Moedim. You know what I'm talking about when uh, you're davening Shmon Esre and uh, you're thinking about all kinds of different things and you don't even know which word you're saying, but somehow when you get to Moedim, you know to bend, to bend over. You know to, to, to bend your knees and, and bow down. That's automatic when it comes to Moedim. Why? Because it's such a habit. So the, the Rebbe Rashab said that bowing, that your limbs are so used, so accustomed to do Hashem's Ratzen, that you will automatically be doing them. That is, how do you get to this Darge? You get to this Darge by infusing joy and pleasure in the mitzvahs that you do, in all the mitzvahs that you do. And when you get this pleasure from doing a mitzvah, you will be automatically driven to do a mitzvah, and you will find yourself, as I said before, doing mitzvahs, that will be what we'll do by, by inadvertently without even thinking. And, and when you're not spoiled, when you're done, you're not impressed or deterred by all the Elam Vester of the world, and you realize that the world is, doesn't have, in Yana Elam don't have such a great chshivas, and that pleasure is incomparable to the pleasure of Kedusha, then this is how we are going to find ourselves, and therefore we won't even need to worry about the effect of Yom Kippur, because we know that even before Yom Kippur, we will be sealed in the Sifram Shel Tzadikim. Agut Gebenched Yor.